Hello and welcome to the UX Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Worthington. The goal of UX Hustle is to help UX designers design the career they love, maximizing the benefit of this multifaceted industry and strong community. We talk about what's really going on in UX and what it's like working in it, and interview people that are actively navigating their careers and UX. We don't expect to have all the answers, but we do keep searching, keep listening, and learning. Because at the end of the day, you are the user of your career. So today, I just wanted to jam on designing your career and designing your life and designing your business. Because today is one of those days where I've had, I don't even know where the week went, and it's Thursday. Like, I feel like my schedule took control of me. And part of that is because it's, you know, the week after 4th of July. And so coming back from a long weekend where I probably pushed things off into this week or scheduled a lot of things for this week without really realizing it, or because I had some time blocked off last week to do heads down work and prepare in preparation for the long weekend, I probably had a more open, this was probably my first availability this week for a lot of people to schedule time with me. And as I'm looking at my schedule and how I'm feeling right now is overwhelmed and burnt out. And like, I don't know the percentage of time that I spent that I really enjoyed doing (laughs) versus the time that was on autopilot. Does that happen to you? Where that autopilot feeling of you're in your car and like a a minute later you look up and you're at the office or at your home and in the parking deck or in the driveway. You're like, I have no idea how I got here, (laughs) but I'm glad I got here safe and sound, I suppose. And that's kind of how I feel right now. And with UX Hustle Summit coming up, And I've been doing a lot of heads down work in preparation for UX Hustle Summit that there's like behind the scenes stuff that not a lot of people see besides me and Sophia and my fiance, Will. (laughs) Um, Things just like, like just a lot of decisions. And I feel like in my business and in the way that I work with other businesses, I'm either making decisions myself or gathering information to help other people make decisions. And so there's a level of decision fatigue that comes with that. And what's nice about working from home and still still working from home, I don't make a lot of decisions (laughs) outside of business decisions. I'm gonna wear whatever's clean. I'm going to, do I have calls today or not? That determines if I'm gonna put makeup on. What am I going to eat is usually, there's been a lot of decisions around that actually, but I would like to have it where I don't have to make those kind of daily decisions. But what I wanted to talk about today (laughs) was how do you, when you're in this place, in this messy middle, like squishy place, that's how I think of it. I think of it like squishy, like you're in the mud. It's mucky. How do you get yourself out of it? 
how do you start when you feel like you're stuck in the mud and you have no momentum pushing you forward to get you out of the mud? What do you do to just get the ball rolling, to grease the wheels a little bit? And so for me, this is my plan for the day. This is how I'm going to get out of it. I'm going to look back at my calendar for the last month. And I use Google Calendar for scheduling my entire life, (laughs) which as we get back into in-person things, that's something I really need to adjust or reevaluate because right now I have no room baked in to any of my scheduling platforms to be able to accommodate in-person anything. Everything's back to back. But anyway, going back through my calendar and marking things as really black and white, like red and green, was this a positive experience or was this a negative experience? Did I feel better? Did I feel worse? And this is why what I need to get better at doing is also including my heads down time in my calendar. I track my time of what I work on, but I don't block it off in a calendar. So actually, now that I say that, what I'm going to do is go through my calendar and my time tracking system, which I use ClickUp. If you have questions about ClickUp, hit me up because I've been like really in <laughs> embedded in ClickUp for the last couple months and have learned a few different things about it. But I, I've in the past I've used another time time tracking system that was also great. So I'm going to go through those two things, mark through if it was positive or negative or neutral. Because for me, neutral is a positive. Neutral feels good. But I really want to know what those positive interactions are so that I can increase them or be more intentional around them and what those negative experiences are so that I can minimize or eliminate them. And maybe that's something where I can delegate. And I realize for me, I have my own business. I'm in full control of my schedule, the people I work with, who I choose to work with and how I interact with people. And when I was in corporate, I didn't have that luxury. And I felt like a victim to my calendar a lot of, in a lot of ways versus when I'm versus now. But I think there are a few things you can do even when you're in corporate to take ownership and control back for your calendar. A couple things of, I think continually evaluating your meetings and how you're spending your time is a good practice regardless. But then the experience of going back and looking at your calendar and evaluating your meetings, evaluating who is in those meetings, how you're conducting yourself, if you have control over that. I mean, you have control over how you conduct yourself in meetings and which meetings you say yes or no to. Let me say that again. You have control over how you conduct yourself in meetings and the meetings you say yes or no to. Sometimes it feels like you want to be in the room for every single conversation, 
And I think it helps sometimes to look back and say, what interactions do I really want to continue with? Which ones are really moving the needle forward and are important for me to be there? And which ones aren't? And which ones do I really need to be on for? Like, which ones do I need to show up and really pay attention and speak up and either facilitate or lead or contribute or do something in? And which are the ones that I just need to be present? I think being able to rotate the dial of how intense do I need to be um, is an important skill because you don't have to be a thousand percent on all throughout the day and in every single meeting. And you probably aren't. It's hard to do that. And if you are able to be more intentional with which meetings you're going to show up that way, you're able to be more present and more creative and more more valuable, really. And so that was something that I learned that was really important to me. I think that there are certain things that you can do that you're in control of, especially for if you are leading a meeting. Of course, you have control over that meeting and how it goes and how you facilitate it. And in order to do that, you need to give yourself space to be able to do that. <laughs> I didn't mean for this to be all about meetings, but it's also about your head's down time. Are you giving yourself time to actually design, to actually ruminate, to brainstorm, to whiteboard, to collaborate and work with other people? Um, that was something that I found really helpful was when you have more free time, you're able to do more free collaboration of, hey, you're working on something totally different than me. Can we hop in a whiteboard room or hop in Miro and just talk some things out? Because I really need to have somebody with a different perspective to help me through this problem that I'm really struggling with. And if your calendar is jam-packed or if you, um, if you said yes to too many things, you aren't able to have that, that room. But it's also about what, how do you feel about the work that you're actually doing? The work day in and day out of the actual tasks. And are those things that are moving you forward? Are they holding you back from saying yes to other things that you would be more excited about? That happens to me sometimes where I realized I said yes to so many projects um, that I was excited about at the time. But then what I really want to focus on is UX Hustle Summit. And so how do I need to reorganize my commitments, my schedule, my priorities, and the energy that I put into things in order to accomplish what's really important to me? And I think that sometimes we want to, and I do this, where I focus on black and white, all or nothing. Like, well, I have to, you know, stop working with all of these clients and just focus on UX hustle on the summit, on the podcast. And the reality is <laughs> that it's a spectrum and that I have the opportunity to turn the dials of the different areas in my life to be able to accommodate them. 
and that maybe it's not everything full force, but I'm able to shift my focus, whether that's throughout the day or, you know, certain days of the week or certain weeks or months of the year. Like right now I know is UX hustle season (laughs) for me. That's just, that's how it is. It's, that's what's required of me. And that's what I've signed up for. And so how do I need to adjust in order to make that happen? But I think that making your career sustainable for yourself and the work that you're doing sustainable, exciting, and forward moving, future moving (laughs) is important. And I think that's a big part of, wait for it, future-proofing your career, which is our 2021 UX Hustle Summit theme that you need to do. That having a sustainable career and being able to do what you're doing for the long-term while thinking about and actively pursuing what you want in the future and the trajectory that you want your career to go is future-proofing. So if you're interested in continuing on this journey of future-proofing your career, you can sign up. You can join us at UX Hustle Summit 2021, September 24th and 25th, and tickets are on sale right now. We have early bird pricing going through July 24th. We also have the opportunity UX Portfolio Power Play Bundle. So when you sign up for my course, um, the UX Portfolio Power Play, which is a course and group coaching program to take your portfolio from hot mess express (laughs) or just feeling cookie cutter and not really authentically you to unique, you, confident, exciting, and something you can really be proud of. And you get that, plus you get a ticket to the UX Hustle Summit, plus you get the opportunity to share your amazing, gorgeous, exciting portfolio uh, with everyone at the conference. And we're working on ways of how can we highlight you? How can we showcase you um, actually at the conference so that everybody can see the amazing work that you do? So if you have questions about UX Portfolio Power Play, feel free to email me at amanda at uxhustle.org. Or if you're just excited and ready to sign up, go to uxhustle.org and choose which ticket option you want to go forward with. If that's the UX Portfolio Power Play Bundle or the regular early bird ticket. But either way, I'm really excited (laughs) and I hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to the UX Hustle podcast. If you love this episode, please write a review and subscribe. To continue these conversations, you can follow us on Instagram at the UX Hustle, join our Slack community through the link in our show notes, or join us at the UX Hustle Summit September 24th through the 25th. It's our annual virtual conference and it's the only UX career conference. So we'd love to see you there.